today we are going to be on very dangerous ground as we discuss police racism and defunding the police. Welcome to Wonderfully Woke. Hello, friends. Today we are talking about police racism and defunding the police. So, I think that, like any issue, when we start talking about a real hot button issue like this, it's really important to look at the facts, okay? So, we can't just kind of general philosophy here. We can't go off of how we feel about it. We can't get overly emotional about it. We can feel, we can be emotional. But we can't live by our emotions. We've got to live by the facts and the objective truth that we can find. So I did a little digging. And according to the Washington Post, there are an estimated 375 million annual United States interactions with United States citizens. In 2019, 999 of those ended in shooting fatalities by the police. That's 0.0003%. Out of those 999, 14 were unarmed black people. That's 0.000004%. In one case, the person who was shot was not attempting to resist or evade arrest. That's 0.000003%. And by the way, the Washington Post is not a conservative right-wing news outlet. Definitely they're on the left. So, with that being said, I think that, yes, obviously, in the United States, just like anywhere else in the world, racism exists. Yes. And, yeah, you're going to run into crooked cops eventually. Um, But the general notion that police in America are racist and, like, rounding up people and putting them in jail because of their skin color because they're not white or just killing black people in the street, which I've heard that before. You know, blacks are being slaughtered in the street. I've heard that chanted and stuff like that in, in protests. That's just not true. The facts do not line up behind that narrative at all. And I think that defunding the police is a horribly self-destructive idea. If we defund the police, the most vulnerable people in our society are going to get hurt. Someone like me, who, you know, I was talking to my wife about this. I had to run into the city, and I was kind of running around. It was nighttime, and I came back to the house, and she was saying that she would never run around the city at night, just be be too dangerous. She was like, as a woman, I just don't really feel safe doing that. Um, And it made me think. I was like, you know, that's interesting because defunding the police, it's not going to be people – like, I feel comfortable – in hand-to-hand combat, I did uh, mixed martial arts for a long time. I did boxing for a long time. Um, you know, I feel very comfortable with firearms. And so I, I feel comfortable in, like, most situations. Now, obviously, if I got jumped by a bunch of guys, like, yeah, I would get killed. But just I'm saying my point is it's not really people like me that are going to be hurt the most by defunding the police. It's going to be vulnerable people, single mothers, children, Anyone that doesn't feel comfortable protecting themselves needs to have the police there to help protect them. It's just the way that it works. And defunding the police takes their protection away. I think that there's a proper way to address this issue. So when it comes to the issue of racism or really any issue, sexism, uh, you know, any woke issue, I think that the proper way to address the issue is we have to start from the outside and we work our way in. So it's very simple. We first have to say, okay, 
Let's look at all 50 states. Are there any racist or abusive laws? Like, is there a law that we can look at that is definitely racist, definitely abusive, and say, hey, this is a racist law, it's on the books, it's gotta go, okay? Then after that, we say, okay, now that we've dealt with all the racist laws, are there any police precincts or any uh, government agency that we can show have a legitimate history of abusive or racist behavior, especially in modern history? Because, uh, I mean, you could go back pre-Civil War, you could go back to the 60s, and I think you can find instances, and obviously in modern times, I'm sure you can find instances as well, um, of you know police brutality or of racist behavior from a number of organizations. But the question is, can we point to a specific organization that is doing this or that racist thing or abusive thing, and can we give a specific uh, solution on how we're going to deal with that organization. Then we move on to individual cases. of Now, this would be like an individual case, like George Floyd. That's an individual case. Jacob Blake, that's an individual case. Um, Breonna Taylor, that's an individual case. So then we look at each case and say, okay, what happened in this case? Did the, were the police in the wrong in this case? What did they do? Okay, what about that case? What did the police do in that case? Were they in the wrong for that case? So there's a way to do this that's an organized way where we can actively, if we want to, create change in our country. But just the general notion of, you know, we see a video of uh, Chauvin kneeling on you know, George Floyd's neck, and there's just this outcry, America's racist, burn it down, defund the police, and you see protests with hundreds of signs that say defund the police, we see rioting, people's businesses being destroyed, you just go on YouTube right now and look up 2020 riots, and you'll see plenty of them, and my point is, that is not the way to do anything, that does no good, okay, again, you, there are 375 million annual United States police interactions with citizens. Obviously, some of those are going to go wrong and you're going to have some evil people in there. Joe Rogan talks about this. If you had 100 people in a room, he always says this. I think it's funny. If you had 100 people in the room, what are the odds that one of them is going to be a freaking dummy? Just an idiot. Like 100%. 100%. One of them is, or what are the odds if you have 100 people in a room, one of them is going to be evil, going to be cruel? 100%. You're always going to have people like that. It's just, a, it's just human nature. But we have institutions that protect us. Like the police, generally speaking, if you're looking at the facts, definitely overall protect the United States citizens. For sure. For sure. So that's my point is that if you're talking about an issue like defund the police, we can't just do that and have all of the vulnerable people in our society be hurt. We need to start from the outside again and work our way in and we go case by case. Look, for, to all my friends out there on the left, okay, if you can point to me or, or on the right, doesn't matter. If you can find a specific instance of racism that the police have done and you have a reasonable solution. Defunding the police is not a reasonable solution. If you have a reasonable solution, I'll happily sit down and listen. I, and depending on what it is, I, I'll go out there and protest with you. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with any of that. But the the whole defund the police thing, it's just a terrible idea. I'm sorry, it just is. Um, it's, it's just a really self-destructive idea. 
and I don't think that it's a good idea at all. Now, I want to say another thing sometimes, not always, but occasionally, when I'm talking to someone who's not a liberal, but someone who has really decided to worship the woke monster, at this point in the conversation, what I sometimes am hit with is, well, huh, this is just your white privilege talking. You just don't want to defund the police because you have white privilege. And my answer to that is simple, and the answer is a fact is a fact. And there's really not a whole lot more I can say about that. I mean, a fact is a fact. I read from the Washington Post. If I was a black man and read from the Washington Post, would that make it more of a fact? Because I'm a white guy, does that make it less of a fact? Like, what is the statistics that I'm reading from the Washington Post? Like, what on earth does that have to do with my skin color? Like, I just think attacking people for their skin color is a really low, grimy thing to do. It's my honest opinion. And it's funny because the same people that are like, we need to fight racism. If I come back and say, well, hey, look, I think I have a better way to do this. Like, well, you just have white privilege. It's like, I thought you said you wanted to fight racism. Like, so, you, but you're going to attack me for, for my skin color? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Um, and so I just think, again, it's counterintuitive. And I think that the kind of that second line of attack, which is like that white privilege thing, I think that's also uh, just a really low blow. It's just a, it's, it's a, it doesn't make sense logically, and I think it's just a very what's the right word? It's just like like grimy. I think that's a good word. Like I said earlier, it's just like a like a gross way to argue. It's like you're gonna bring my skin color into it. Like what the heck? What does that have to do with anything? So, little bit of talk on defund the police. Um, just wanted to throw that out there from the Washington Post and address that. That was the topic of the day. Now, um, daily shout out. Now, this daily shout out is gonna be one that's just quite frankly. Uh, near and dear to my heart, and I even get emotional, and um, sometimes I get tears kind of well up in my eyes as I as I get ready to do this shout out because this this man has really meant a lot to me over the years, and he's um, he's helped me when I really really needed it, and in some cases he's given me hope and been a, a true beacon of light when I needed it. And the daily shout out today goes to Ronald McDonald. And I just want to say that, you know, Ronald McDonald has floated your boy more times than I can say. I mean, there have been times when I was in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Virginia, Maryland, good goodness gracious, Florida. Um, the list goes on on Pennsylvania. Uh, and, and I was in a situation where I was either like way out in the country where there's like no signs of life anywhere and then suddenly, out of nowhere, I saw that beautiful golden arch. Because you can always find a McDonald's no matter where you are. You're never far from home. And so Ronald McDonald has floated me. I mean, seriously, when you're on, like, if you've, if you're, you listen, if you've ever been on like a 10-hour drive or even like a six or seven-hour drive, when you've driven like five hours, the ability to pull into a McDonald's at like two in the morning and get a cup of coffee and a bite to eat and have Wi-Fi, it is like refreshment to the soul. So had to shout him out today. Ronald McDonald, thank you so much for floating me when I really needed it. Uh, very inexpensive. Thank you, Ronald. Even though you did add to my high cholesterol and blood pressure, and I also have gained weight eating a lot of McDonald's in the past, thanks, Ronald, because at the end of the day, when I was on that 2 a.m. road trip, 
you gave me some coffee and you, you gave me a home. You gave me a home many times when I was in an unfamiliar state. So thank you, Ronald. So there's your topic of the day, defunding the police. And there's your daily shout out to Ronald McDonald. Next time on the podcast, we'll get into obviously more dicey issues. And we will talk about the woke monster. One of the things that I really want to do on this podcast is I want to help people. I want to give good facts and I want to help people understand that I want to do this in love. But the woke monster loves compliance. It's like, you you better say the police are racist. You better vote for this guy. You better do this. You better say there's a thousand genders or you're a bad person. The woke monster loves to grind people's will under it. And I just want to give facts and help people understand, like, this, we're really in a fight right now against the woke monster, and it's worthwhile to know our stuff and be able to just respond. So... We're going to get into more stuff, but that was your topic of the day, defunding the police, and your daily shout-out to Ronald McDonald. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time on Wonderfully Woke. This podcast was recorded and published by Anchor. Anchor is the best when it comes to production, publication, and monetization. If you want to know more, go to anchor.fm for details or check out the Anchor app in the App Store.